Hello and welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. My name is Derek and welcome because this is a very special episode, a unique one. This is different to the all the other ones that we have done so far. Once again, this is episode number 80 and I will tell you why in a little bit. By the way, if this is your first time in the podcast, well, first of all, I welcome you. And this is a podcast where we talk about solo and cooperative board games. And sometimes we have weird episodes that they are called Solo with Friends, where we talk about board games that they are mainly competitive and you are not allowed or it's difficult to play them in a solo mode. Also, we have Kickstarter previews. We also have a special interview with content creators and also with designers. And this is the first time after 80 episodes that we're going to do one episode from the podcast that we are not going to talk about a particular board game. This is a special one that, as you read on the title, it's named The Year That Was, which is 2020, and Now What? Of course, what are our hopes for 2021? I mean, gaming-wise speaking, right? And also, I'm gonna share you. I'm gonna share with you a little bit of the projects for Solo BG for next year. So, like I said, if this is your first time after you listen to this one with your favorite drink, probably in this morning, evening, or night, depends on where you listen to and uh, what time zone it is. Well, I hope you enjoy. I hope you stay, and I hope that together we can go through a journey that will take us to expect, have good expectations. For 2021, I will share with you a lot of things. Also, before we start, I want to mention the ways that you can support the show. Because uh, some of you have asked me, how can you support the show? And there's a few ways that you can do it. First one, wherever you listen to us, like from any streaming service, that means Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio... Wherever, any platform, whatever platform you're using, you can do it by just subscribing us, give us a like, or also typing any review, any feedback for the podcast. Especially if you are listening through iTunes, if you can subscribe, share it, or do a review there, give us a five-star review, that really helps the show. Also, another way that you can do it, of course, is following us in a social media, which is Solo BG Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, you can do it by sending an email to solobgpodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to get a nice gift for you or for a friend or for the significant other, you know, especially on these holiday times, uh, you can do it as well by going right now, well, while you're listening or after you finish this episode, by going to Kickstarted Games, that's with ED, kickstartedgames.com, and get yourself some games, you know, a few games, because when you spend $100 or more, you get free shipping in the U.S. And if you put the code SOLOBG all together, SOLOBG, you get 15% off from your total purchase. That, that, with that being said, if you're, you know, getting some games and you are, I don't know, from England... Um, you, of course, will, will probably pay shipping, but if you get that discount, it will probably make it even, and, you know, you can get some fantastic games, and it, that's also a way that you can support the show. And actually, on this special episode, 
I'm going to tell you as well some of the ideas and some of the projects probably that I have in mind for the podcast. And hopefully those ideas will also shoot more ways to support the show. I'm pretty sure they will. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of things that you will enjoy as well than down the road. With that being said, let's start like always, like the 80 episodes before this one. In three, two, one. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Alrighty, so now we are officially on episode number 80. The year that was 2020 and what's next. Before we jump into all those amazing things, like always, let me tell you what I have been playing. And by the way, if you haven't checked out our last episode, which was the one from last week, we had our you know usual and always top five that we have all the time at the end of the year. And I shared that episode with my friend Caleb and Jonathan, and we each of us give our top five for this year. You should check it out because also there was a lot of controversy in some of the games. And I put my number one there, the one that was the champion for me of the year. And uh, I mean, I highly recommend for you to go and check it out, especially because as you know me, uh, I'm a very uh, thematic player. I really like games with immersion, with theme, games that can transport your mind to that magical, magical world on the board. Games that you can play a soundtrack behind you, like I do, and you can let yourself immerse in that game. Even probably more immersed than in video games, you know, especially with the realistic ones that we have right now, like with the new Xbox and the new PS5. So the idea is to get even more immersive than that or in a different way that it gives us, you know, more more amazing feelings, I guess I, I want to say it, more imagination, right? So that's why I like thematic games. And on my list, you will find out that most of my games, they were thematic and or so-called, that I don't like to call it that way, but they are merry trash category, more dice chuckling, more like, uh, you know, dungeon crawlers and stuff. So that's my style because I like to let myself go. Uh, anyway, I had some honorable mentions with some Euro games, but... Anyway, you should check it out. I don't want to spoil you. If you. And if you have, well, you know what was my list. And I hope you agree with me. And, you know, and if you don't, please share your comments. And if you do as well, in that way, we can motivate each other, I guess. But anyway, what I have been playing recently, you know what? Um, I've been, uh, by this time, traveling a lot. I'm back in Texas, you know, spending some time with the family. Uh, and, you know, I, I haven't had a chance to play that much other than family games and stuff but the last ones that i played back at home it was actually a kickstarter that i received uh this month as well and it's kingdom rush by lucky dog games the same uh publisher that did chronicles of crimes which is another of my favorite games which by the way i got all the expansions from their previous kickstarter and i haven't played those ones so as soon as i get home my wife and i we have the plan to sit down and enjoy and let ourselves immerse in some crimes and, you know, 
try to solve them and hopefully we will be good detectives because you know uh we like that stuff well she likes that stuff more than me but we hope that we're going to solve all the crimes and of course i will tell you all about it uh but anyway kingdom rush i i told you in previous episodes it's it's based on an app game that you can find on ios and android super fun game so far i mean the main the base game has 12 scenarios that you can play i only play actually three no two times the first one because on the second time i played it i won with a rating of two stars because you can win by having three stars two star or one star like very app thematic wise i guess and i was able to win the first chapter with two stars but then i thought you know, I'm enjoying this game. So might as well, I leave this one for my 10 by 10 challenge for next year. I have two 10 by 10s usually, which I will tell you a little bit about this one from this year. But I'm planning to do a 10 by 10 with my wife and friends and a 10 by 10 for solo gamers. So I'm pretty sure that Kingdom Rush will fall into any of those two. So that's why I only play it two times. I put it back on the box and, you know, I'm looking forward to playing more. And in that way, also, I can share my thoughts with you and do an episode about Kingdom Rush. I can tell you so far that I did the basic pledge, just the, the game and the main expansion, which I think is called Spider or something. And right now, I regret that I didn't get the other cosmetic expansions. Like, they had, like, 3D towers and stuff. And I do regret not getting those because the game works better than what I was expecting. And I had more fun with the game that's what I was expecting. I was like, well, a tower defense game. I mean, you know, I have a few of those. I have Power Rangers, which is a tower defense, and I love it. Uh, but I was wrong. <laughs> so now I will have to try to get those 3D towers probably in a more expensive wedge. By the way, if you own those 3D towers and you want to get rid of them, please contact me, and I will be happy to help you with that issue. So I, will be, I have been playing Kingdom Rush. The other solitary game that I played... Uh, that it's a, a specific solitary game that it, it brought something, you know, it's weird because I actually posted from my personal Facebook on the Solo Board Gamers group on Facebook like a few weeks ago that I don't know what it is, but that game keeps pushing me to play it again and again and again. And I'm talking about Arkham Noir. Arkham Noir, it's a small box, 20 American dollars box on retail uh, if you want to support your favorite local gaming store. And it's a comp mainly like that. There's no other way you can play it. It's just a solitary game. It's based with the art and the cards, of course, in the HP Lovecraft universe of, you know, Arkham and witches and cultists and all the stuff. But at the same time, it's a game that you can put anything and it will work out because the game is very puzzly. You're trying to solve cases, apparently, which is basically laying cards that connect with symbols to the previous ones. And if you're if you're able to connect five different symbols with puzzle symbols, then you can close that case by discarding cards. But every time that you discard a card, it can have consequences. Uh, you know, so it's very puzzly. It's a very puzzly game, but I've been enjoying it a lot. I was able to win a few times, lose a few times, but I'm so looking forward to get more cases because I just got case number one. And like, like it is just match, matching, a game of matching icons, but also hand management. And also every time, like I said, that you are, you discard one card from, from the row where you can buy cards, some sort of like a deck building type. But every time that you discard to do something else, you will have consequences. Either, uh, you know, penalties that can bring more 
more open cases to kind of close them or you can run out of time and basically lose the game. You can do uh, what they call stability checks, which is when you discard a card, then you reveal the card from, uh, discard the next one, I'm sorry, from the top of the deck. And if it has a certain symbol, it goes towards the uh, stability pile. And if you get five of those, five cards on the stability pile, then you lose the game. If you need to open a case, but you don't have more cases to open, um, you lose the game. So it's very possibly very, um, I wouldn't say immersed because like I said, for me, the theme, you can put whatever, <laughs> to be honest, but I like the art. It's very uh, black and black and white-ish, and um, you know I think it's cool. I, I really, I, like I say, it's weird because I don't know what it is, but it's just like if I feel like if if for the future, right? Like if I'm in craving to play a fast setup game, twenty minutes or so, and like that is gonna make me think, you know, and very possibly that will be it, Arkham Noir. It's it's a great game, and I mean I don't know why I didn't discover it before. Uh, and actually, it seems like people around the, once again, the Facebook uh, group, Solo Board Gamer, seems like a lot of people like it as well. So uh, there you go. That, that's a recommendation for from me, right? Arkham Noir. Uh, case number one, I think it's called The Witch Called Murder Murders. Another game that I play again, it's Panam. And I told you on, on the previous episodes as well, Panam by Funko Games and designed by Prospero Hall. Panam, it's a great, fantastic, amazing game. I highly recommend it. You know, like I was mentioning, here in US, we have the main franchise, one, one of the main franchises of stores that is called Target. And they are being, you know, getting bigger in their board game library and, and the board games that they offer to customers. Um, and they have, you know, a few from Funko Games and stuff. But this one is definitely the most, um, how call it, strategic... Uh, fun game that I have buy on that store, and it's great. It's great. It's just basically based on the Pan Am, you know, history back on the 1940s, I think, 1940s something, 1950s something, and basically you're just trying to, you know, put airports on 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 the world and try to have different routes with your planes, with jets and clippers, and you know, small planes, bigger planes, and then at uh, some point Pan Am start to expand, and every time that Pan Ams encounter you, they uh, you know, buy your, your routes, your A routes, and with that money, you can buy stocks, which is the main way that you can win the game. Uh, but of course, before that, you, you're you going to have a, some sort of mechanical worker placement in different areas on the board to get more cities, to get more airports, to get more planes, uh, to get more powerful cards that allow you to do different things on different stages of the game. It's just great. For me, I, I put it this way with my wife. I was like, this is like a, like a, a ticket to ride Typeish game, but way more complex than Ticket to Ride, and in my opinion, more fun. Because Ticket to Ride was one of my first games that I played with, and I still love, I still like Ticket to Ride. I think it's a, a great game too. But Panam is the—I mean, I know—I I, I don't know. It's—it's it's just I feel like Panam, the complexity level is a little bit above Ticket to Ride, and it's great. And and at the same time, I feel like it's a game that it, yes, it's complex, but you can teach it to new people. And if they if they like it, it's gonna help to be it's gonna help as a window, you know, to bring more people into the hobby. So that's the other game that I have been playing. And like I said, now here at home, I've been playing a lot of a lot of uh, family uh, games like Century Golem. I I also play um uh, what was there when um Draft of Sorrows and things like that. No horrified easy games that I've been playing with my family. Um, and you know, I've been having a blast. I've been having a blast. And if I play more, uh, I will tell you, actually, 
I bought a game. To, I brought a game to play with my dad that I just bought before I leave Indianapolis, and it's um, the Watergate. You know, the the two player the Watergate game that is the Richard Nixon versus the the press, basically. And I'm looking forward to play it. And if I play it before I go back home and record, I will share my thoughts with you because I really enjoy. Uh, you know, the theme that they offer, you know, Nixon and all that stuff. I mean, it, it, I know it's a political theme. It's, it can be boring for a lot of people. But, you know, I'm looking forward to play it as well. Anyway, that's, you know, what I've been playing. 2020, my friends. 2020. What to say about 2020? So, so chaotic. So unique at the same time. It had very good things. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we... As uh, gamers, citizens of this world, we found, uh, you know, uh, we found ourselves in desperate times. We found ourselves on enjoyable times. Uh, if you, if you are, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this, but if, uh, if you are blessed, if you are lucky, and you are with your family, you probably learn to be more with your loved ones in a different way. You know, um, you were probably able to play more with your loved ones at the same time. We learned to play more games through Skype. I mean, I, I mean, I did it. I play Marvel Champions through, through Skype. I play Undaunted Normandy with my friend Mark Dainty, which I say hi to my friend Mark. You know, I love Mark, wonderful person. And if you haven't checked out his content, please do. Uh, not Board Gaming uh, over there in YouTube. He has a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic uh, video library, you know. A great playlist from all the games that he reviews, the, all the games that he plays. And I remember back on May, probably, Mark, if you remember, we were playing Undaunted Normandy. We never finished our campaign. But it's a fantastic game that it worked perfectly through Skype. It was for me, at least, and I'm pretty sure for some of you, the first year that I really started to play with Tabletopia, that I really started to play with BoardGameArena.com, you know? And I want to... I want to use this time to say thank you, really, and really. Thank you, you know, I, I mean, because my I, I mean, uh, on my daily life, you know, as a professional career, and I, this is where this episode is going to become a little bit special. In my professional career, I work in healthcare, okay? I work in a hospital here in Indianapolis, um, Indiana, and I don't, I mean, I'm in a comfortable position in the hospital. I don't want to tell you what I do. But I'm in a comfortable position in the hospital. But at the same time, even me that I'm in a comfortable position, I mean, I still faced a lot of challenges, challenges, I'm sorry, through, during this whole year because of COVID patients. And I can tell you this, I know we are so thankful with the nurses that they were in the front line. So if you're a nurse or, 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 you, are, or, or you are a family member from a nurse or you have a, a nurse game, a nurse gamer, I'm sorry, a nurse friend, a nurse gamer friend, <laughs> uh, please, please, please say thank you. If you have a, a, a friend that works in the hospital as a tech, as a medical assistant, as a, you know, as a, what is it called? Like, you know, the people that help us with cleaning the facilities, um, you know, the receptionist, whatever is the case. If you know somebody that works in a hospital, please make sure to say thank you because they are the true heroes. Not me, like I say. I, I mean, to be honest, I'm in a comfortable position, but they are the true heroes. Um, and I wanted to throw out there yet. I know we all know it, and I know it's been around literally the whole world. But 
it's always good to say thank you. Not only that, say thank you to the, to the teachers. You know, they're being also like doing an amazing job. And there's a lot of teachers that they're board gamers. I know this for a fact because some of my friends that I play with, they're teachers. So thank you to the teachers for all these challenging times. Thank you to all the people that every day they go out to do their work, even in these pandemic times. And besides giving thank you to all of them, of course, like you have hearing all the news and stuff and, 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 and every literally in every social media, which, of course, we, we had to say thank you all the time. But I also want to say thank you to all of the amazing content creators out there. I want to say thank you to all the board, ga the board games podcasters, all, all of them, all the content creators that they do, video content creator. Thank you so much. Thank you. Because you have helped us, not only me, and so many people, so many gamers that we got stuck at home. You keep us entertained. You know, through you, we got motivated and inspired to play another game, to support our gaming story and buy this game just because you review it. And, and I think it's very important because I always said that the review... You know, when I call myself a reviewer where, where I don't think I am for in reality, um, you know, I'm just a normal person that likes to talk, <laughs> I guess, through the microphone and, and share with you that are on the other side and talk about board games. I just do it. I mean, even with my awful accent, you know, you know that English is not my primary language and I probably do a lot of mistakes, but I just like to chat with you and tell you my opinion with board games and it's very subjective. I mean, who am I to say, um, this game sucks and this game is fantastic? And because who am I when I say that? Because probably when I say that a game sucks, probably somebody will say like, well, because Derek said, then I won't buy it. But then guess what? Because you don't buy that game just because Derek said that it sucks. Then people that are, that are behind that project that we call board game, is their job, you know, they also have their families and stuff, so you see where I'm going, uh, I, th I feel like the reviews are very subjective, and sometimes, you know, you have certain big reviewers out there, which once again, thank you to them as well, because they're content creators, but at the same time, you always have to keep in mind that the review is very subjective, doesn't matter who it is, honestly, it doesn't matter, for example, I can tell you, just like in my top five, Edge of Darkness was my one of my biggest deceptions of the year, but probably it will work fantastic for you. And you know what? That's great. That's great because that means that there's board games for everybody. That's one of the beauties of these hobbies. Of this hobby, I mean. So, you know, I'm speaking from, from my heart right now. And that's why this is a special episode. But anyway, thank you to all the amazing content creators. I mean, if I start to mention them, I won't finish. I can tell you right now. You know, I already said to Mark Dainty, to Adam Smith, to Michael Kelly, to, uh, you know, um, Mr. Williams also. The, I think it's called the Hexy Beast. Uh, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you to every, every single one of them. Uh, Jeremiah play games. I, I mean, I cannot, you know, you know we have a, a great, beautiful, amazing list of content creators. And I want to say thank you. Um, you know, and, and yeah, because you guys have keep us going on 2020. I also want to say thank you to all the amazing listeners that they have been putting, you know, 
giving support to Solo BG Podcast. Actually, this is the time, you know, this is the time like before we jump into what's next for 2021. This is the time that I want to share with you our stats for the podcast, right? So um, we hit the one of the goals, which this goal for this year, 2020, my goal was to, for the podcast, to have 25,000 or more listeners, which is people that are subscribed to our platforms. And uh, we are until today, uh, which is, like I said, we're almost on 2021, we have 27,200 uh, listeners. So that's amazing. That's fantastic. Thank you to all of you. And I actually want to give a shout out to, let me click here on the stats, uh, to the locations where they listen the most. And I will go by countries. Is that works for you? Yeah, let's do countries. Um, the number one is United States. So thank you. Uh, thank you for all of you amazing listeners from United States. The second place is United Kingdom. Thank you to my friends in England. The third place, actually surprising, is in Spain. Uh, so thank you so much, amazing friends from España, you know, for listening to Solo BG Podcast and Solo BG Podcast in Espanol probably as well. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to Canada, amazing country. I spent some time in Canada uh, last year and I loved it. I was in Niagara Falls. I was in, in Toronto. Uh, I tried the, 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 the poutine, you know, the fries with gravy. I love it. I just love it. And it was crazy for me. Uh, so Canada, fantastic. Thank you so much. Australia, I have a, a, you know, you Aussies are fantastic people, are beautiful people, great gamers. Thank you so, so much for listening. Germany is also there. Isn't, isn't there on the list. My friends from Germany, what can I say? That's on my bucket list to go and visit. Uh, not 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 particularly for Essen, of course. I mean, if if I can go Essen, that's that's amazing. But also, it's on my bucket list to go and visit Germany. So, so you know, hi to my friends in in Germany. Uh, Netherlands, Netherlands also. It's another country that I would like to visit sometime. Mexico, Mexico, of course, my country is there on the list, and I'm so happy to see it there. You know, on the top, uh, I guess it's top ten. Uh, of the countries that are listening to Solo BG Podcast. So thank you. And we have also Sweden. So thank you so much from for my friends from Sweden that they listen to Solo BG Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And lastly, we have Philippines. Uh, Philippines, my friends, thank you so much. I have I have met some uh, Filipino people, uh, you know, here in Indianapolis, in Helker mainly, and they're fantastic people. They're amazing people, beautiful people. So thank you so much to all the listeners in Philippines. And the list go on. I just mentioned the top 10, but we have Greece, Malaysia, Poland, Singapore, Belgium, Norway, Indonesia, Switzerland, India, Brazil, Colombia, Czech Republic, Japan, France, Bolivia, Turkey, New Zealand, Uruguay, Austria, Chile, Thailand, Ireland, Una United Arab Emirates, uh, Portugal, uh, Lithuania, Italy, Denmark, Oman. Those are the main countries that I have here on the stats that they listen. And I will tell you really quick the one, two, three, four, five, six, the top 10 cities uh, that they listen to the podcast. Uh, Centennial, Colorado, that's on, on the first place. Then Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Madrid, Madrid. Uh, also in Spain, uh, City of Westminster in England, uh, San Jose, California, uh, and Vigo, Galicia, Melbourne, Victoria, uh, Walsall, England as well. So thank you so much. And then we keep going with all the different cities. So I wanted to give a shout out, uh, you know, and this is only, this is only from, from the last, actually, I just, you know what, from the last five episodes, that not fair. Let's go, let's go to all the, 
Hold on, let's go to all the episodes to see if it changed too much. In case if I need to give a shout out. Because this is the stats from the last five, actually. All these uh, countries and cities that I mentioned is from the last five episodes. But anyway, uh, United States is still in first place on the country. It doesn't change too much. Um, I have oh, people from here, from Indianapolis, Indiana. That's great. I mean, if you guys, you know, I mean, if, if you want to get together and play, please let me know. Uh, Prineville, Oregon, and uh, Islington, England as well. Los Angeles, California. You know, it's, uh, I, I mean, Sydney. New South Wales, um, Athens, Attica. So, I mean, what can I say? I mean, it's for me, it's <laughs> it's crazy to think that this, this what I do with a small console here in my gaming room, you know, in Indianapolis, a Mexican guy here in U.S. doing this. And to think about that, even if it's one person, which is, even if it's just you, my friend, that it that you are in the other side of the speaker and you are in in Thailand in in Germany in Austria Australia um, Spain uh, you know England just to think believe me just that for me feels fantastic it's my reward and I say thank you to all the previous things but this is thank you to you that you are in the other side of the speaker thank you thank you so much and. I will not get tired of saying it. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Now, let's go into what are I, what I'm expecting for 2021. What are we expecting, my friends? Honestly, what are we expecting? Well, of course, the main thing is that we are expecting that the world get, the world gets healed. We have the vaccines now. You know that they're coming in some places. Um, we want to probably keep using masks. That's for sure. But on the gaming side, what are we expecting? Which Kickstarter are you expecting? Which game are you expecting? Now, for me, I'm expecting my holy grail. Listen to this. I haven't played this game, and I have watched many, 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 many YouTube videos around from the content creators that I already mentioned. And I feel... That this game that I went all in on Kickstarter, that you know I spent a decent amount of money on the game. I feel that that game it's gonna be the holy grail for solo games for me. And if it is not, well, I'm pretty sure it's at least gonna be very fun. And I'm talking about Nemesis by A Welcome Realms. Nemesis by a Welcome Realms. It's a game that I know it came out probably two years ago, but I haven't played it. I don't have a copy. I have never seen a copy. To be honest with you, I have never seen like physically, like like you know, like I have seen it on videos, but not like here on my table. Um, and that one, I feel like it's gonna be the holy grail for me. I feel like that game. That game is going to be for me the, like, that's it. Like, I just want to finish the campaign of this. I want to play the expansions. I want to, I want to, you know, I'm happy that I got the neoprene mat. I'm happy that I got these miniatures. I'm happy that I'm painting all the minis. I feel like that is going to be the holy grail. And I cannot wait. I cannot, literally. I, I'm supposed to receive it in February, which in my mind is like, okay, it's going to be March of April because, you know, Kickstarter delays and stuff, which that was another crazy thing that happened in 2020, you know, that, 
I mean, I do believe it, of course, that there was a lot of delays in production and a lot of games for Kickstarter. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of Kickstarters, they probably took advantage. And now they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to deliver in 2020 or 2021. But you get the classic updates like, hey, do COVID is going to be another year, another year and a half. Or maybe two years. There's some projects that they've been to that they literally put the date a year and a half or two years from now. How do we feel about that? Should we back it? I mean, honestly, should we give our money and wait a year and a half, two years from now? And I get the idea that it's to support the content create. I mean, to support the the designers and the stuff. But at the end of the day, is it is it truly fair? I mean, just think about it. Is it truly fair? to pay a pledge of $250 and wait a year and a half of two years for a game? Is it okay? Is it is it eth- ethically correct? You know, I mean, that that's just an open question because, I mean, should should we? Or, or maybe should we save their money and then, you know, go in the pledge manager and try to save some time or... Or if they hit retail, well, I'm just going to wait for retail probably. Or, I mean, in, in, a, in a year and a half, imagine how many games we're going to have in the, in, the, in the gaming shelf stores. And, and are we back in this game, but then when, where all that money could be spent on a, on, a game, on a local gaming store? You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's a lot of stuff to think about of this 2020, actually, before we jump in. But anyway, I, I wanted to throw it out there because I hope, one of my hopes too, is that it's in 2021... Once with the vaccines, it starts to kick uh, kick in and all the stuff, you know, Kickstarters are going to go back to normal in a decent amount of time. Okay, a, a year, which is still long. You know, okay, a year. Okay, a year is fine. But nothing crazy like a year and a half or two years. So I don't know. There you go. The, tell me what you think about my thoughts. Please do. Um, and I will, reach, I will reach out to you for sure. But anyway, Nemesis is one. And actually, you know what? Let me open my Kickstarter page here. And that way I can, uh, I can uh, you know, tell you more. <laughs> more games that I'm I'm expecting for next year. Where is the Kickstarter app? Come on, give me a break. Of course you're gonna do it when I'm recording live. Here it is here. <laughs> uh let's go really quick to our to our games. Okay, let's see. 59 backed. Okay. So um another game that I'm waiting for next year from Kickstarter, of course, Nemesis is gonna be my holy grail. I'm waiting for Escape the Dark Sector. Uh, you know, this is a game that you can find right now, actually, on, on, on game stores. But I went into the Kickstarter because I'm a huge uh, audio, I think it's called Audiophilic. You know, I like to, to the sound, the music, and um, I have my turntable, and I love to play my vinyls and high quality and stuff. And this game has a vinyl, has a soundtrack in vinyl. So that's why I went in to get the neoprene mat and get the vinyl only. But you can you can see, you can find this game, I'm sorry, on retail. Escape the Dark Sector. I have Escape the Dark Castle, and it's a fun game. You know, it's it's not for everybody, and the art is kind of weird, I guess, at some point. But I mean, it's it's a game that I'm expecting also. Um, Townsfolk Tossly. Toss, uh, that one when it's, I don't I don't remember when it says that it's gonna be delivered. Let's see really quick. Uh, no, no, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna lose some time, but I don't, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, hopefully next year. That one. Uh, Dire Alliance Horror, which that's by the Sally Brothers. So I'm looking forward to that one. Sholia, second uh, print. Dinosaur World and Dinosaur Island. That's a special one that I'm also waiting and looking forward to play. Um, 
you know, also I should receive the Uprising Curse of the Last Emperor. Uprising, it's a game that I'm so looking forward to see the components because you're going to have acrylic miniatures already painted. I mean, already in color, so you don't have to paint miniatures, you don't have to paint nothing. And they might look very cool, you know. I think the idea that they're getting from is you can see uh, in here in U.S., in some parts in Europe, uh, a little, they're called fig pin, fig, uh, F-I-G-P-I-N, fig pin. And they're collectibles too, like from different, from all the main licenses. You have Batman, you have X-Men, you have uh, gaming licenses, animal licenses. Anyway, they are like acrylic pins, I guess, uh, like standees. But they look pretty cool. So I'm assuming this, uh, this, that will be the same idea for this game. So I look forward to see the components on that game as well. And it seems like from the previews that I have seen that it looks like a fun game. The Umbrella Academy game as well I'm waiting next year. Sniper Lead, that's a game by David Tercy as well. The board game, I'm looking forward. Laser Wizard, I love, I love uh, Ra Raccoon Tycoon. Laser Wizard has a solo mode. Also, um, uh, I think it's Forbidden Games. And I'm looking forward to play it. Another of my favorite ones, multiplayer as well, is Western Legends. And I went with the Blood Money expansion to get everything from Western Legends. Western Legends, if you have, if you're able to play with people, I guess, and not only solo, it's another game that I highly recommend. I mean, I'm not a Western fan or anything, but uh, Western Legends is very cool. It's like kind of like a sandbox game. Fantastic, so much fun. Uh, highly recommended Western Legends, and I'm hoping to do an episode in the future. Um, also Overlord, which it was changed the name to Overboss, Overboss, because they had some issues, uh, the Brotherwise Games Publishers with the name, apparently, with the license or copyright or whatever, so it's not called Overlord anymore, it's Overboss, a boss monster adventure, of course, Nemesis, my holy grail, the other thing that I'm waiting is the Cool Mini or Not or Common Comics Volume 1 for, uh, Cthulhu Dead May Die for Zombicide, and um, for some beside Invader, I went all in with the with the comics. I love comics. I read comics periodically. I still go to my local comic store and get my you know weekly issues. Of course, DC. Of course, Batman. You know me. But um, I'm looking forward to read uh, you know these comics to get my to get my to let myself immerse more in the games. And of course, they come with different minis and new characters and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that one for the same publisher that made Everdale. I'm looking forward for a War of Whispers. A War of Whispers Dark Alliances and Collector's Edition. That will be a fully competitive game. Doesn't have a solo mode. Adventures in Neverland, the Peter Pan game. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, when I was a kid, I used to love Peter Pan. It's one of my fantastic, one of my most fantastic um, st uh, adventure stories. And I'm looking forward. The game looks pretty interesting. Uh, it looks with pretty nice components. Uh, so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward. I actually, you're gonna find my name in the box if you <laughs> if you're able to get a copy of it because you know on the Kickstarter uh, pledge you were able to put your name there. So you will see um, Derek over there, Derek Rodriguez, and you will you will find me there. Um, Rise of Tribes, Beast and Bronze, the expansion that lets you play the game alone. Rise of Tribes probably is one of my favorite area control games. I love it. I enjoy it. I mean, I play with my wife, two players. It's a very fun game. Uh, three players, very fun game. Four players, very fun game. So uh, definitely Rise of Tribes, it's it's on my list. Um, and, and yeah, Rise of Tribes is a fantastic game, and I cannot wait to have the solo mode as well. Final Girl from um, Van Ryder Games. Final Girl, that's another one that I went all in. Uh, I love Hostage Negotiator. And this game... 
Final Girl, I hope it's gonna be there on the top, you know? The theme is, is for me, I mean, oh man, I, I so many games <laughs> that are coming, but Final Girl will be one of those that I definitely gonna enjoy. I hope, I love, and, and you know, it's gonna be great to have all these killers haunting you, especially for Halloween time, you know? Um, and, and even solo games, I still play them cooperative with my wife, you know? Sometimes I play hostage, hostage negotiator with her, and she's like, you know, you know, leading the game, but she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, why don't you play this card? What if you do that? So more like a consult side, or sometimes I'm playing and I'm asking her, and she, well, why do you go there and this and that? I'm trying to turn her a little by little to be more <laughs> solo gamer. Uh, so anyway, or play with me campaigns. But, um, you know, this, um, this final girl, I have huge, 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 huge hopes. So I hope I hope it stays there in, in, in the top, you know, the top games of, of 2021. Um, Resident Evil 3, the board game. Why not? They're doing the, the TV show for Netflix, actually, or HBO Max. What's that? I don't remember. But they're coming with new stuff for Resident Evil. And Resident Evil 2, the board game, I like it. I haven't done an episode about it because I haven't played it that much. And the reason I haven't played it that much is because the stupid tiles are so dark. I remember Resident Evil 2, the video game, it was dark. But come on, were you translating... A video game into a board game, I get it, but make the tiles visible, man. At least, like, literally with a flashlight trying to illuminate those tiles. So, anyway, on this pledge for Resident Evil 3 that I went in, they were Steamforge, which is the publisher, was offering, uh, you know, a replacement. I mean, you will you paid a little bit, but basically tiles replacement for the Resident Evil 2 in that way they're, you know, with better graphic design and you can see a little bit more and stuff. So I got it. So once I get those, I'm planning to play Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. And in that way, I can do a Resident Evil episode. And, and you know, um, another project for next year is to do an episode with some, have some guests and talk about the uh, board games that they have been, uh, you know, that the theme or the license are is implemented from a video game and see which ones it worked good and which ones it didn't work. So... Anyway, that's that's a pl another plan for next year. Also, Ank, Ank, Gods of Egypt. Of course, everybody likes Blood Rage from Eric M. Lang. Well, guess what? Ank should be there. You have Rising Sun from Eric M. Lang as well. And Ank, it's a promise of, you know, taking away the throne and, 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 and defeating all those two previous games and be like the top one, the best one. I'm so looking forward for Ankh, um, Gods of Egypt. Hopefully, we'll get delivered this year. And that's another game that, oof, the minis look. Oof, like, what is that, man? Beautiful, beautiful, my friends. Beautiful. So, I'm looking forward to receive that game, to check out the components, to admire the gods of Egypt and just bring it to the table and be super thematic, super immersed, take a bunch of pictures and then share them with you on our social media. And then my thoughts on an episode, why not? Also another game, Frosthaven. I mean, come on, give me a break. What can I say? I mean, you have top number one of lists, Gloomhaven, like two years ago. And then you have this list, at, uh, Gloomhaven, just the lion in every list. And then for sure next year will be frost heaven i'm so looking forward 
to not finish the campaign of Frosthaven because it won't be possible. I can see it already. But anyway, one day, probably when I became 60, I will be like, I remember when I was 34 years old that I was opening this Kickstarter and I played one episode or one chapter of the campaign and now I was able to finish it. 30 or so years later, that will be me finishing Frost Heaven probably. Good poppers! That was another game that, you know what, this one came when uh, the COVID started and they were supposed to deliver the game on, during COVID quarantine. It didn't happen, but I hope they deliver it early. I mean, Good Poppers is a poppy card game, basically. I don't even know more about it. I just got it because it was like 14 American dollars and it was supposedly for the quarantine. Like I said, it didn't happen and because my wife loved dogs, so I was like, yeah, at least we can play something, right? So there it is. Uh, what what else I'm waiting? Oh my goodness! If you haven't listened to my number one game of last year, or, well, I mean for this year, 2020, another game that I'm expecting that you will see a lot of relationship with uh, my number one. Uh, I'm waiting for Batman: The Animated Series Adventures from IDW and this new adventure system designed by Kevin Wilson and uh, Pete Walsh, and I cannot wait! I cannot wait! to play through my favorite animated series of all time, which is Batman the Animated Series. And I'm sorry, if you don't like Batman the Animated Series, there's probably something wrong with you, because it's just fantastic. See the Dark Knight, you know, in all his glory and splendor. And, and uh, you know, I can't wait to have that game. I already buy, actually, some Batmobiles, some cars and, and vehicles and stuff to add it to the game. You know, 3D scenery, and I'm so hyped for that game. I already have the the person, the, the the guy, one of my good friends, Anthony, that he's gonna paint all my minis, and I'm gonna give him some commission. But I already have all these previous arrangements for this game, and and you know, I don't think it's gonna be my holy grail because once again, I believe that one will be Nemesis. But it's another game that I'm so looking forward to get in my hands and play like crazy, many, many, many times. That's Batman the Animated Series Adventures. What else I'm waiting? Let's see. Um, Deep Space D6 Armada, you know, placement, dice placement, co-op tabletop games, that's from the same universe of uh, Deep Space D6, a very famous solitary game, so I'm looking forward to this board game, more uh, thematic, more ships and stuff, miniatures, so that should be super, 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 super cool, Shovel Knight, uh, Dungeon Duels, I'm also waiting for that one, I played the game on, on my Switch, I love it, and I'm waiting for that game, as well, a sleeping gods come on from Ryan Locker. Oh, my friend, so many games <laughs> that I should receive next year that I, I cannot wait. You, I'm telling you, I'm telling you already, 2021 is gonna be fantastic for all of us. 2021 will be an amazing year, and I cannot wait to play a sleeping god from Ryan Lockett. Um, it should be good. I'm confident that Ryan, Ryan Lockett games are good. So that one, it should be very, 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 very fun game. Um, what else? Bloodborne, the board game by Kumini or not. Oh, my God, my friend, the hunters from Bloodborne. I mean, he, here's the thing. Interesting fact. Fun fact, better said. And I'm going to tell you a secret right now. I have never played bloodborne before never in a video game just the board game 
from Cool Media of North. That's right. I have never played Born Blood, any of the Bloodborne video games, but I love the theme. I, I mean, I, I have seen some videos and whatever, but I have never played any single one of them. And I'm so excited for this board game, uh, you know. So the hunters, we are ready, right? And I'm just ready to slash some demons and stuff and, you know, get their souls and whatever it is the theme. <laughs> but that's from Cool Mini of Not, and I can't wait to also get it. Cool Mini of Not, you know, it has something that is the components. And the miniatures are always top-notch. So even if they have a bad game, when you open the boxes from Cool Mini of Not, it's like, oh, man, this is so cool, and they look so beautiful, and I'm going to lose myself on this immersive game, and you get all excited, and probably the game sucks. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, Cool or not has that spark. I mean, regardless of all the stuff that they do behind the scenes that I probably don't agree with, anyway, I mean, just, uh, you ha we have to agree that their products are very superb, superb quality. Um, so that's another one that I'm waiting. And I think that's that's what I'm waiting. There's another game that I will probably will never receive. Ghost Star, a solo board game you won't want, you won't want to play alone. I think, and that one actually is in my mind that I might not receive it never, and that's probably the last from the Kickstarter list that I have here. And that would be an interesting theme as well, uh, interesting subject for, for a podcast, and talk about Kickstarter projects that they never got delivered. Once again, what is that? Or is that stealing? Is that probably an unfortunate event that the, the project creators couldn't achieve the their goal? I mean, we have one of the most famous cases uh, unbroken from um, you know what was it? What was the studio called? Golden Bell or Bell Games or something like that. Anyway, that there it wasn't the fall from the designer Artem Safarov because he apparently he sold the game or the or the rights or whatever to this publisher, and still Artem was doing all he could, you know, to deliver the games that the remaining games to to the backers in 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 regions different regions of the world. So we need to talk about that. That's, that would be a cool theme as well for for you know for an episode uh and talk about those kickstarters that they never got delivered so those are the games that i'm more excited for next year i'm also on retail that it wasn't a kickstarter I'm, I'm excited for the contra game you know I, I used to love the contra video games and i'm excited to play the game and see how it looks actually alter quest it's another kickstarter that i just received but i wasn't at home my neighbors has the box, you know, with them. So as soon as I get back to Indianapolis, I will play Alter Quest. And that's another game that I'm so looking forward to to see on 2021. Like I mentioned, it's going to be a great, great year. We're going to have a lot of great games and, and we're going to have a blast. What's next for Solo BG? Well, um, you know, first, another goal that we reached in 2020 was to have a sponsor and kickstarted games. I mean, they have been great with us. And, and you know, I, I, I have heard that a lot of, of you amazing friends already have placed orders. So thank you. And, and I mean, that's great. That's great that you can get games and with that discount code and stuff. That's fantastic. Uh, another thing is um, another project, of course, is keep working with, with our sponsor and, and, and you know, probably... Uh, try to find, um, you know, probably another sponsor for the show because, you know, th this all the um, all the sponsor and help that we get for the show. Of course, I use it towards better equipment, to a better uh, uh, website service, and also I want one of my goals is to give more games to all of you. 
to have worldwide giveaways. That's one of my goals. So, um, you know, and very periodically. So to do that, you know, we need a sponsor. So that's that's another thing that I'm looking forward to. And also, I'm trying to find new ways to support the show. Now, our goal for also to 20, um, 2021, it's to try to get uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, amazing friends in Facebook mainly and Instagram. Because once I reach uh, to a 1,000 in Facebook and Instagram, I will start to do live streamings of, you know, gaming sessions through there. And that way we can reach to more people. And you and I, we can play together. You know, that would be cool. I want to play with all of you amazing friends, with my friends from Philippines, with my friends from Australia, with my friends from Spain, from all the countries that I mentioned, uh, England. I want to play with you. So the main way to do it, it's either we see each other at Gen Con or any convention or, you know, through the technology and how playing a game. I would love to be playing a solo game and you there in the chat telling me like, hey, no, go there. Hey, no, do that. Hey, no, why did you spend this token to do that? Like, I would love that. But of course, the audience has to grow a little bit. So that's one of the other goals. I mean, on social media to the next year. I'm also considering doing a Twitch channel. A Twitch channel with a YouTube channel as well, where I can, you know, uh, do mainly uh, gaming streaming there. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think I'm gonna do a review type of channel because, I mean, I already, I do and I open quote and close quote reviews here in the podcast, so it will be more like a fun thing to do on the YouTube channel, on the Twitch or on my streamings on Facebook. I want you to, to get to know me more in the, my personal gaming life and be able to suddenly start just like a live video and be like, hey, you know what? I just got this game. I'm opening it. And, you know, this is my gaming library. Or or I'm I'm driving to my gaming store. And in that way, you can see where I buy my games on my gaming store. And I can show you. And together, we can walk on the gaming store. And, and probably you guys can sh- help me to choose a game for my gaming library or probably to choose a game for a giveaway. You know, that would be so cool to be with all of you on the gaming store. Imagine that picture. That would be amazing for me. And I'm, I'm pretty sure for you as well, my friends. I'm looking forward to get more promos from publishers. In that way, I can send them to you directly, not for me, to you. Um, you know, and I have some some nice gifts that I'm re- I should be receiving right now back at home, and and I should be able to post uh, the mechanics for giveaways very soon. Another thing that has crossed my mind, I don't know yet. And that will be probably this will be probably a good time to ask what do you think. So please be in contact with me through social media or email, or or through the like I said in iTunes you can write a comment. Probably a Patreon. I mean, why not? I, I've been thinking about it. And I, like I said, this is like a very uh, cloudy idea yet. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. Probably a Patreon. You know, uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't want to hear the thing. And I will be honest with you. I'm not planning on living on the podcast, right? The podcast is 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 part of my heart, and I do it as a part of my heart, and and for for living and and you know to support myself and my family, I'm blessed that you know I can do that. You know I don't need the podcast for that. The podcast is my passion, is my is my my way to be in contact with you. So that's different. But if we do a Patreon, once again, all that um that that Patreon money down the road, we can use it as well to get better equipment for. Uh, like I said, live for the live streamings, for for the uh, better audio quality, to get uh, you know uh, get more stuff like more customized stuff for the podcast, uh, you know things like that. Uh, so I'm really, really, really looking forward um, 
to do that as well. Um, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how it really works, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm I, I'm just going to dive in next year and see if I think it's a good thing for, for me and for you. Uh, I'm, you know, probably we can do a Discord channel in the way uh, we can all be together chatting, you know, stuff like that, give you nice rewards. Uh, like behind the scenes of my recording, I can probably... Because, you know, when I record, I usually do it live, kind of like I don't edit as much. But before I record, I turn it on and, uh, you know, just to test it and sometimes I'm... I, I'm saying stupid stuff and, you know, goofy stuff or, or sharing my thoughts and whatever, sometimes with bad language. So, I mean, I don't know. I can give you access to that as well. I don't know if that will be interesting. Also, you know, when I, when I cut in sections, like, okay, when I say, like, okay, so now it's going to jump inside the box. So between that and, uh, um, you know, when I put the inside the box, between that thing, usually a silence that I leave in that way I can find it on the uh, software editor easier the sections and i you know i i sometimes i talk you know to myself during that time so i can give you access to all that i don't know it's just crazy ideas that i'm throwing out there and see and i want to hear your thoughts you know so i mean i don't know we'll see we'll see like i said it's not in my priority thing to do a patreon it's more my priority right now to be interacting more with all of you and and for in that way you can interact with me and give you amazing prices and games and stuff so I don't know, we'll see, or probably also I can do another tier on Patreon. I mean, if I do it once again, I mean, that probably from the games that I receive, uh, you know, for free from the publishers, I can send you some games in that way you can play them as well. Who knows? And I'm just throwing ideas that, like I said, I mean, it's just uh, right now a lot of stuff going on and, and I, I, you know, stuff for the good stuff for the podcast and for all of you amazing listeners. And all I hope for 2021 is also fun. I do hope if it's safe, I look forward for the conventions, you know. I look forward to being Gen Con. I have met so many of you in Gen Con, my friends. I look forward to being Gen Con with you this year, to to hug you, to to you know, to to play with you, to roll some dice with you, to to do some hand management card game with you, uh, you know, to to walk together and see like, hey, what do you think about this game? Should we play test it? You know, have some pictures, whatever, whatever is the case. Have a drink, have a beer. Why not? The Indy has amazing restaurants downtown outside of, uh, of um, and bars outside of the convention center. You know, I just look forward to it, to be with all the other content creators, amazing people to hang out. I mean, I will, get, I will share a secret with you. This year, I was supposed to hang out in Gen Con with my friend Mark Dainty from England and it didn't happen, you know, but I'm looking forward for next year. I'm looking forward for, for our Gen Con. I'm looking forward for our origins that I try, I was planning to go this year for my first time, which was it's like two hours and a half driving from where I live. So I was like, okay, this year I'm going to go to origins. I was going to stay with some friends. Um, I'm looking forward for that. I'm looking forward to go to Europe, um, go to Spain, go to Essen, uh, I mean, those are the things that I look forward in 2021. But most importantly, I'm looking forward to be safe and to keep playing and to keep rolling dice and to keep recording the podcast. That's what I'm more looking forward for, looking forward to, to, of course, improve my English. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to all that. And I'm looking forward to see all of you around in facebook twitter and instagram and sharing stuff and posting amazing things that you already post and and you know and see all these games and all the events and everything i know 2021 
It's going to be a fantastic year to be a board gamer. And, and we're going to love it. We're going to enjoy it. And we're going to be okay. And we're going to be at the end of 2021 sharing our lists which hopefully for me, my, for me, my number one will be Nemesis. I hope, I hope, because I have so so high expectations for for Nemesis. I'm hoping uh, by next December 2021, I will be in my number one of the year. It has is Nemesis. Yeah, that will be amazing. Just by saying it, it gives me chills. Uh, and and uh, I hope, uh, you know, when the next edition of this episode with the year that was and what's not, uh, what's uh, now what, I'm sorry, I hope we can be talking about all those fantastic experiences that we had on 2021. Anyway, this was a special episode, like I mentioned. Uh, it was an hour with Derek, I guess that that's how you can call it as well. And I mean, I mean, I hope you enjoy it. I know it was different because we didn't talk about a, a board game in particular, but we mentioned a lot of Kickstarters and and conventions and gaming and stuff. Um, you know, I mean, like I already mentioned it a, a bunch of times. Thank you. And I wish you a uh, uh, Merry Christmas still, because, you know, this is the holidays, Merry, I mean, or Happy Holidays, better said, in case, you know, different, you know, perspectives. <laughs> and um, and I also wish uh, a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic Happy New Year, a non-chaotic 2021, but at the same time, unique and special. And without with that being said, like always... Please remember for victory. Go tell your friends. Till next time or until next year. See you through the speaker and where at the tabletop. This is Derek. Bye-bye.